0: Hi, I'm Fabian Coulthard. Hi everyone, welcome to Inside Supercars. Shane Van Gisbergen from the Red Bull Holden Racing team here. From the
1: racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. Welcome to Inside Supercars, Tony Whitlock and Craig Ravel. Well, we haven't got the racetracks around Australia because as you all know out there, that racing is on hold, and now we find that AFL, not NRL yet, but uh, football um, is all uh, closed down for the time being. Sport is on hold, which is, uh, well, we can turn to our history files and listen to things of old, can't we, Craig? It's an opportunity to catch
0: up on the path. That's something that uh, we will be looking at, because when you've got an archive that goes back to 1998, um, there's quite a few interviews in there that'll be good to get back out and dust off as they say and and uh, have everyone the chance to listen to them again.
1: With not much news happening around we're still waiting to hear it'll be some weeks or longer before we hear uh, what's going to happen with Supercars Colour because it's only just early days in this uh, hiatus, this postponement uh, schedule we are in. Now we're going to turn to uh, one of the longest serving members of a Team and the longest serving team, in fact, DJR Team Bensky, or DJR part of it, that is, Keith Chesterton, known as KC, a long time, a stalwart of DJR, the Queensland team. He's a panel man nowadays and paints, and uh, he is uh, one of the treasures of the paddock. And we got to chat to him at Bathurst last year, and he's a good look inside the world of a, a, a man who has been around the paddock and seen all the changes that have come in the last 25, 30 years of the sport. Something I hope you'll enjoy. KC, as he's
2: known up and down, paddocks around the country. Welcome aboard, Keith, Inside Supercars. Thanks very much. Now, we want you to tell us some of your story. Now, let's
3: take you back to when you first met Dick, knew Dick, or how you got involved. Through um, friends I, I met Dick. I was working for Colin Bond. On and off, I'd started in motorsport in 1979 with the Ford Rally Team and round Australia. Um, and going away, it's like another family back then. So I got uh, asked at a Adelaide Grand Prix in end of '86 that Dick wanted to talk to me. Hence, the Sierras were coming on board. Yep, that's all I wanted. I went and saw Dick. That was it. He said, "When when can you come up? Moving up from Sydney." You're originally from Sydney. Yep. Northern beaches. Yep. Okay. Um, so yeah, it didn't didn't have to twist my arm. I said, "Give me two weeks." I packed up and I was up there in November. Um, was it eighty six? My first Bathurst I came spectating was when Goss and Bartlett won in the rain. So yeah, and I pretty well up until. 2014 I hadn't missed one Bathurst I've done I think 29 with this team I was Mastered and Holmes I did two we got a class win in the three leaders with that Bondi with the Alf we got a class win with him and Harry Hansford two race wins here yeah so it's pretty special
2: now one of the things and it's not to you know massage your ego and one of the things that right from those sierra days right up until today dick's cars have stood out because they are pristine looking and they just set a standard in the way they're presented um are there things that you do differently to other spray painters panel beaters and
3: oh not really it's i'm actually panel beater by trade so i've learned painting from my mistakes Where, where did you learn um in sydney just in a panel shop. Okay, just uh, a suburban panel shop. Yep, yeah, in Brookvale. Okay. I, I worked there from the, when I left school yep. till I finished up. Okay. Uh, so it was mainly what i learned from my old boss, and you just pick things up back then. Going on a rally team, you had to do everything. You had to be a jack of all. There was no specific, this is your job, that's it. So when we started, Dick was going to send the cars out to get painted. I did all the bodywork on him, and I said, "Oh, I'll give him a crack." Sure enough, and back then we—it was a very small team there. I think there was five of us for two cars. Do you
2: remember the names of those guys?
3: Well, Dino, David Johnson, Roy McDonald, Dick, um, Derek Rawson was our engine man then from um, the Datsun Rally Team and the Nissan era. Oh, Stroppo was our machinist. Ian Noble was a beachy man yep. from then. We had another guy, Darren Robb, was machinist. And helpers came in, yeah. which is what Dick relied on back in those days. Yeah. So, to me, I think we were the start of the professional teams with HRT or HDT
0: back yes. then. Yes. So, yeah. Now, that first Sierra you get into the shop and I imagine it looked pretty much like any mechanical workshop back of that uh, early 80s era what did you have to do to actually paint the car
3: well they came they were body shells so they came from England body in white. Um, no just priming. so then there was seam welding cages into them yeah full ground up so yeah it was hand rubbing primering Naturally, being a pomy car, all the panels were already welded on. No bolt-on panels. So, yeah, we modified them there. And I said, oh, we need somewhere to paint them. So we made a tent off the end of our building in Palmer Tube Mills. with the, And it was black inside. And next door was Greenfield Mowers. So I'm in there painting, learning how to paint this 2K paint I've never really touched before. One thing I did learn too is how to wet rub cars to get runs out of them. Uh-huh. So we did that. Greenfields next door decided to start their mowers up. Yeah. We we're quickly dropping ends. There's dust coming through, and we went yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was it was all fun. It was you laugh about it now, but back then, yeah, it was it was like a comedy capers really to the outside world. Um, and then even to one state, I was in a house had a lovely double garage like a Stratco shed and um they took one home I worked on it in the backyard painted it in there the neighbours didn't know I don't know if it ended up the Bathurst winner or not but my dog was there he kept getting told to get out of the shed I didn't need dog hair in the paint and yeah so yeah how times have changed now like we've just put in a brand new spray booth and Heaters in it, yeah. It's from those days to this. It's quite funny.
2: You're in charge of uh, paint and preparation and uh,
3: sticker business. No, I'm purely paint now. Right. we I did progress from that panel and paint. There used to. I was the only one at the time. Then we had a another guy come in to help paint. And then I learnt to do stickers, application of that. But now it's it's so hectic and the presentations up, full-time panel beater, we've got a composite man, I do just my painting and we are also got a sticker guy who works non-stop.
2: Now you're obviously a race fan as well as being an employee of one of the longest running race teams in this country. Um,
3: you've been to the States? Only as a visitor. I haven't yeah, I've yeah. seen Indy car races there and sprint cars.
2: Um, one thing I'll comment, we're, we're standing at the moment inside Dick Johnson's Transporter, the, the DJR Team Bensky now, but it was a Dick Johnson one back in the 90s. Yes. I remember when this trailer arrived and it set a benchmark and, and race teams are coming, oh yeah, that's pretty nicely done, you know. You went and saw them in the States, Have, you've seen the multiple trailer setup. up. Yes. Just talk about that a bit.
3: Wow. Well, I'm sorry, I just um, (laughs) a bit of excitement there. Um, When we started, our first truck was uh, converted um, furniture removal trucks. So to go from steel ramps lumbering out the back of it and tyre machines in the doors, we came up with this beautiful truck. It had upholstered ceilings in it, a driver's room, which the team has got another name for it stainless steel benches everything rolled in rolled out it was just beautifully done it's had multitude of um, colors ever since then so we reckon it'd be like a lifeline on a tree if you actually dug into it and seeing the different stages we've come through so but it's still it still serves well um, does its job but yeah the dick come back from the States this is what I want, what I want to do like, now you're dreaming and next thing <coughs> No, it, it happened, so, yeah. And we were so we were very proud of this truck, so, yeah.
2: With good reason. Um, one of the things, the standouts, I mean, I remember this year as full well. I wasn't involved or covering this board at all, but they were standout. The cars looked spectacular. Um, and your Mustang does stand out from the pack. Both of them do. Stand out from the other cars.
3: Is there something special you do to give them that bing look? no it's just yeah i'm i'm still constantly learning painting and through ppg our our major paint sponsor tony norton tony norton has been a big help to me through if ever i've had a drama i ring tony and also sally atkinson in head office in melbourne never a problem to help us out where we need and always tell them i'm still learning i'm not a painter by trade and they all know that but they help me where they can and as I'm always still learning the art, and I read stuff on how things are, and they're constantly changing the paint systems. So yeah, it's always learning. It's good.
0: I think people might be surprised because so much is talked about wrapping cars, just how much paint there is on a DJR team Penske car. Because I guess also the weight of the paint at one stage it was thought paint was very heavy, and I I imagine that that has changed over the years as well.
3: Yeah, well, before we used to, you get it, you just touch it up, didn't think. Nowadays, our colours are special because the, the bonnets and the roof, they're wrapped. So the process, we go, we find a vinyl that suits our colours, then we send that to PPG, they make a paint up for us. So it's DJR Shell Red 2017. We go for there, so the tops of the guards, tops of the doors, rear quarter panels, boot lid, front bars, they're all painted red. But the process is we put one coat of white down, one coat of red on it to give it, and that gives it the bling to show up. Put another coat of red, changes the whole look of the car. So it's mainly to line up with our, all our wrap materials but there's no special technique it's as I said it's yeah
0: but you do sand them back after every race yep. I believe
3: the, the the panels we do front guards definitely front bars are stripped back all the prime that off then we go through the process again
2: one of the reputations that Penske has and just one of was always that their cars are impeccable as you've seen in the States And the great thing was, I imagine, that without... Again, I'm not trying to, you know, pander to your ego or anything like that. The great thing was that
3: you guys didn't need to change anything because it fitted right in with the way they do things. Most definite. We've always prided ourselves on our cars. I know one thing. You probably don't chrome plate your suspension. No. no, (laughs) no, no, no. The GMH flat black is quite good on our cars. Yeah. So, but um, I still remember... When Dick was running the um, XC2 door here at 77, yep. the famous one, too, and I was up here, come up for the day, and I was with my girlfriend at the time, and we were sitting here, and that car went past me. And back then, his cars were always immaculate, and I said, Oh, I would love to work on those cars.
0: Mm-hmm. Here you are.
3: Yeah, 10 years later, I've been working it, and I've just continued. From what dicks expected um and i still remember my chap we went down to a chinese restaurant once because we're all family you used to go up to dick's house on a friday night drinks and that and i went down with dick and i said oh so you're happy with what i'm doing and that he said hey see if i wasn't you'd know <laughs> hence that i've never had an argument with dick never heated arguments or words or anything yeah, so I just love it. It's great.
0: Do you have a favourite? Do you have one that you... Or is the next one always the favourite?
3: Sierra. I love them. It's... To, being a ride in the cars, it also it gave us first championship, for me. First Bathurst win. And I can still remember hearing the turbo was going in it and we heard the little budgy whistle as it came into the bottom corner. And over. And I keep telling to these boys, and I hope they see this today, there's nothing beats watching your car cross that line with the chequered flag. It is the biggest thrill. And again in 94, Dick was on the wall next to me, and we've won. And next thing i got, this hit across the back of the head. He he nearly fell off the wall. He was that pumped. And I'm, oh, yeah, it's a great feeling. So championships are good. This is the ultimate.
2: Nowadays, of course, you're a specialist and a homebody not part of the race crew but then of course for many years you were part of the race crew so you went away at the weekends and you had to be there with beside them keeping the cars going you must have done some amazing rebuilds in that time
3: well yeah there's um bathurst rebuilds here the bowie in um once got shunted into the wall on the sunday morning we had to get the car back out uh, yeah, there's been a lot of late nights here. Um, Paul Radish ish in Adelaide. You know, yeah. We, we gave the car back. It was still wet. We went and had an hour's sleep. The boys put it together and we got it back out. And the latest one was Fabian's car in at the Gold Coast when he had to come getter get her with Garth. I, would, I was at home. I rang Dick, what do you want to do? It's going to Seppi's, can you be there? I turned up. We weren't working. The boys who weren't working all came in. We worked through the night, and I still remember Chris Wilson, one of our fabricators, said, oh, I'm glad that's So I said, yeah, we're going home to bed. But those poor guys are going back to work again. And the feeling they got when that car rolled out, people cheered and everything. So that's where the gratification from the fans really gets you. We did that, and it's all, all good. Now you, of course, were here, part of the old pit facilities.
2: Now I happen to remember that too. I mean, I first came here in '72, which was the old old. Pit
3: the facilities. old
2: yeah, yes. but I was here, and I was lucky enough on a few occasions when Bob Gaydon was chief chef. Bob Gaydon, who ran a Ruckers chain in Queensland and uh, when the competition was on about uh, menus and the most exotic things were being put out. But I imagine that there are a lot of fond memories in that shed for you guys.
3: Yeah, we used to call it the Bathurst Hilton Yep. because we had the bunkhouse. There was a sign, actually. I'm yeah, sure yeah. there was. Yeah. One of um, our guys, Paul Mason, who does used to do all our electrics, help, and we got the sticker made up. He has got that door. He got oh, it all wow. signed, signed by the crews. When they were pulling all the sheds down. And he's still got it. It's in his man cave at his house. (laughs) So, yeah. But, yeah, there's a lot of memories, and I'm still good friends with those guys. And we have a good laugh about it. And, yeah. So, it's very enjoyable.
2: okay well, thank you for joining us inside Supercars. It's been fantastic, Keith. KC Chesterton, it's been wonderful. And I hope you get to enjoy another one of those magic moments. So, thank you, KC.
3: Thank you very much. It's been my pleasure, and I'm I'm hoping to. I'm yeah. I'm getting nervous.
1: That's it for another
0: day of inside supercars. Craig, he's certainly one of life's interesting characters, isn't he? Yeah, he's a pleasure to chat with, and he got his wish too. That uh, the boys in the garage got to enjoy what it felt like to have a, a victory, as he did enjoy uh, all those years ago. Uh, Tony, just to let our listener know that. We are going to change things. We've changed things again. We're going to go into our off-season format, really, for the uh, hiatus where we'll be putting out one show a week, although I say that knowing that this week we're hoping to put out uh, two more shows and we do have the Macaulay Jones Thought of the Week coming up for the next few Fridays at least. So uh, the idea will be we'll put together a, a bit of an insight into what's going on behind the scenes of Supercars over the, well, hopefully it is only two months, but reality says it's probably going to be a bit longer.
1: Indeed. So that's all this day from Inside Supercars. Enjoy uh, the rest of your week, and we look forward to catching up with you later in this week of 2020. Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next
3: time for more, or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars.